to stop looking your eye. Let's go. Next time, nigga, get shot. If you really love me, fuck me like a thought. If you really let me do it, I say yeah, what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, stop, with the hype. The hype. My bitch is a masterpiece. Hey. I ain't even got to be hey. funny when I'm telling no hey. jokes. She still going to laugh at me. Still Woo. suck my dick when she mad That's hilarious. I wanted to play Throw Baby mad. so bad, I but I thought that was too, too, too much for the top of the part. Your bitch ass <laughs> me, but new masterpiece. My little bitch is a masterpiece. I ain't even got to be funny when I'm telling no jokes. She still going to laugh at me. Still suck my dick when she mad at me. Let a nigga make me mad, you see. I nod my head. In this bitch, them niggas gon' slide on your bitch ass for me. I'm gonna go to your new mask. Down the window, you see me. I cut my drink. I got eight on four, five nines in the two tone Lamborghini. I walk in this bitch by myself, nigga. Still got on all this bling bling. I told you, I'm the top on that ride. Why is Elon Musk your background? <laughs> right? <laughs> this man just sat to we'll switch that up real quick. I love it. He <laughs> right here, guys. <laughs> They just told me that somebody died, but it don't bother me. That's the G thing. No, it don't bother me. It's the G way. I don't know what went down at that Walmart. I don't know what happened on that freeway. Okay, there go that baby. He back now. Run that back. Hey, bitch, turn that on replay. Do all your chair dances. I'm one of them superstar rappers who actually pop and who really gon' pop, nigga. One of them really them pop niggas trying to send when you look at me. Take the clock with you. And I got this little boot thing. Soon as I went and got it, first put my clock in. Like, baby, my bitch now. You know, I don't mean no disrespect. I just talk different. Uh, uh, DJ. Back in my zone and I'm focused. Please don't start no commotion. That plan, we up and we throw it. Ain't got to think twice, I'm blowing. Me and I have on a mission to get to the cash with my money growing. I done touched down and I ran up a back. Not with the high. I got your bitch and she hoeing. Turn on my neck, that shit glowing. Ice on my wrist, that shit frozen. Straight to the top, we going. I'm fresh off the can and busting up saying that's why I'm moving in slow motion. I bust a dance and hold on my pants to make sure my clock ain't showing. Drop on the up where it is. Slide in that corner, get busy. Look at my chance, get frisky. I'm rocking Elliot, diamonds, no kids. I'm gonna shoot his giving out head tap. I'm just curious if it works. Oh, yeah, it works. Yeah. That's Rowdy Rebel. Rowdy Rebel. Rowdy Rebel. There you go. Just dropped today at midnight. Get to Shazam that. All right, y'all ready to pot? I got the energy up a little bit. I think we're not. Now we're calibrated. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let them know what it is. Jeez, you already know what it is, man. This episode is powered by Mary Brown's Chicken. Make sure you download the Mary Brown's app for your chance to win some great prizes. And we'll get into that again if you didn't enter already from last week. Let's go. Now back to pod. Not with the this is Larson. Original beats. <laughs> Patrick's been teasing the bars for for, for <laughs> long already, so I can't give it to him right now. I can't give it to him. It's too early. I was <laughs> <laughs> like fooling everybody with the heavy pump fake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, get it. <laughs> um, I don't think, like I said this just before, like when we were just getting started, but like, I don't yeah. think people understand that I'm finally excited about having a couple York region mans on the pod. Cause usually <laughs> I'm like outnumbered by Brampton. Hey, like it's always so, Brampton. Oh, it's Scarborough always, and Scarborough. You can't hate too much because apparently the number we do well in Brampton. So don't hate too much. 
But no, I'm making fun of Brampton. Brampton's <laughs> underrated, low key. Because if you think about like the amount of people that have taken off out of the city, mm-hmm. most of them come from Brampton. Ah, uh, that's but true. They, they take off, but with like mad fuckery attached to their name. That's also true. <laughs> Tristan, the list goes on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shall we name them? Shall I say Daystar? Like, keep Ooh. going. <laughs> but, well, we'll get into it, man. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Mandem, mandem. It's not with the ice thing. Thing. A war. A war. Yes, yes. The world generous speaking. Yes, yes, yes. What's good, y'all? What's good? What's good? Um, your boy, your host, same old, same old. Shop like Shaq. You wish you. Wish you. Happy to be here. Special pod. Uh, like I said, happy to have a couple uh, York Region legends. I want to call it. Uh, a couple comedians. We followed up. We had a comedian last week, and so I said, "Fuck it, let's get two more. Let's make him black this time." Fuck it, Mark. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I mean, he didn't do. He did, he didn't even know what Roots was. So, uh, oh, gotta gotta get like him the out of here. Sweater company. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <That's> hilarious. <laughs> so, um, we have uh, Marlon Palmer, who's the host of Extra Gravy Show, which is a popping podcast in the city. He also does um what's that ho- the the show that you host online now it's a uh, before they were famous is that famous yeah before okay, they were famous okay. is there any more accolades i know you got plenty of things that you do <laughs> you create you create yeah i don't want to go through that yeah i create yeah and then the same goes for for alan he, you're you're uh you just got a new show damn it right yeah. it's yeah. gonna new season drops this week right yeah this sunday february 14th watch the great canadian baking show on cbc so, and yeah. cbc gem that's what I've been saying. Your fedora game cannot be missed. I'm seeing the fedora. <laughs> Yo, I was like, I put it as a suggestion, and they were like, you want yeah. these? I'm like, all right, I'll take them. Your, your stylist looks like they were Amish. Yeah. No, he, I, I sent her I sent her this guy from like the 70s, like this guy Wisdom on Instagram, and I was like, uh, oh, give, me, give me all those looks. I don't even care. I want all of them. Oh, my God. Just straight 70s. I love it. Yeah, you. just keep coming. Keep coming. That's amazing. <laughs> well, yeah, guys, welcome to Now with the Hype. I appreciate you guys for coming through. Oh, hey, yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, to me, this is like a, a long time coming, and this is kind of fulfilling uh, what is kind of like what my um, New Year's resolution was. Mm. And I just want to like work with as many creators, especially in the city, as possible. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for hopping on and like making that shit easy and making it happen. Us, man. Yeah. Um, so I usually just start by asking everybody how their week was. I'll, I'll start with Patrick. We'll make our way down. Patrick, what's been going on? What's new? I saw your face on IKEA Canada's uh, on IG. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most definitely, man. So shout out to the shout out to the blue and yellow. You know what I mean? Um, had the part to had the opportunity to take part in the Black History Month initiative. Uh, all around, you know, trying to be more diverse and inclusive. So had the chance to tell my story about my background, where I come from. And yeah, man, got a chance to, to publish that on, on media and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that was that was the highlight of the week for sure, man. Definitely a big, big opportunity there. And I'm excited to see them actually taking the first step of many down this, down this path. So it's good, man. 
What's crazy is I feel like you're like the singular voice, like black voice of Ikea. Like whenever <laughs> I see them talking about diversity, it's like, and on to Patrick. <laughs> so like, Patrick. Yo, I, I, but honestly, that's the thing that can happen, right? So I'm really trying to push them to, you know, find other people as well, because I don't want to be the token. You know what I mean? So mm. I want to have more people um, speaking up on this and this should happen in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. Got to pull what that uh, that Virgin guy did and went went to the competitor. He went to sprint. He's got to switch over oh. to <laughs> switch over to Idomo real quick. I said Idomo. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. Yeah, man. But no, nah, it's it's definitely been definitely a privilege to you know take part in that stuff. So looking forward to it, man. Cool, cool. Fuck yeah, yeah. How are you guys living, yo? Uh, I'll, start, I'll start with my week and I'll ask these guys. My week has been all right. I'm working on shit with Ikea, which is really funny. Again, like it's it's a funny dynamic because I work for Ikea's creative agency and he works at Ikea. <laughs> Mad incestuous, man. <laughs> we love nepotism. We love yeah, no, honestly. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. If you, if you can take advantage of nepotism, especially as a black man, do it. Do it. David Washington. <laughs> huh? David Washington. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Right? right? I don't know if y'all know this, but Meghan Markle's my cousin. So that's how I got it. <laughs> nice, nice. I like that. I like that. Yo, kudos to you for using uh david washington's name like i mean everybody just calls him denzel son oh I, I, right? it's a bad habit of mine i mean if right. he doesn't want to be called that why would i <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but yeah how you been marlon i've been great man um like you said i just started over as the main host uh taking over before their famous channel mm. and um just like strategizing working with a team like i've never had editors and all writers and all this shit under me before so it's like it's a new experience but uh learning as i'm going along and just like setting out a plan to try and grow things you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's really exciting so you're saying this is like the first time that you're like like just talent and you're like hands off <laughs> as far as like oh my god go. how great does that feel literally everything else i do everything so it's like yeah <laughs> it's, it's relieving having just, just, just right. being able to like kind of strategize and then going on camera just doing my job and then that's it you know what i mean like it makes me that much better at doing the on-screen stuff because yeah, when yeah. you're pulled in so many different directions it's just it's mentally draining you know what mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. well, you can narrow in your focus finally you know, go, go, go. yeah on exactly. what you actually the whole focus of what you wanted to do anyways I'm, which i'm sure like i'm sure you enjoy the other aspects yeah. of it but it's about being the talent and yeah at the end of the day tv traditional tv is like it's finished like there's no there's no such thing as traditional tv anymore you can have a show that's doing better numbers on youtube than any show on television and so at the end of the day we have three million subscribers that's i couldn't ask for anything more you know what i mean like (laughs) at this point it's like it's on me to drop the ball so it's like yeah a position now where you can't make an excuse it's a lot I think it's a lot easier. I work really well under pressure, so I like that that aspect of it. No, that's fucking awesome, and I'm, yeah, I'm happy for you. That's amazing. And, and same with uh, Alan. Like you're just getting started with the show, so we talked a little bit about like you know the wardrobe and being Amish and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> Black yeah, Amishman. How did you how did you find the whole process? Because is yours uh, is it on TV or is it digital? Digital. Uh, both. You can oh. watch it on CBC Gem or CBC. Either way. Ooh, are you actor? Uh, yeah. Okay. 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 Okay.
Yeah, this yeah. this week has been fun. It's this has been a whole bunch of like promo work for for the the show, and I'm not like media trained, so I've had all these weird interviews where I just like oh. I don't know how to talk. They're just like have a good day, and I'm like you too, you too, just like to anything that they <laughs> don't even know what to say. I'm, luckily, I have a great co-host, and she's you know she saves the day for most time. So I love it. I love hanging out with her on those. No, nice. that's awesome, and that's that's what I also wanted to mention, like. So I, cause I know I've known you for a long time. And to me early on, when I heard that you wanted to just go into standup comedy, I'm like, that is random. <laughs> like, it's one thing to say somebody's funny. And then it's another to be like, you know, fuck it. I'm gonna be a comedian. Bro, but this man's actually hilarious, bro. Like I've seen him at Yuck Yucks and like, yo, you killed it. It was a couple years ago, but you killed that set. Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. Comedy has been uh, the strangest thing and getting into it it was random as hell i just tweeted and then people you know were like try it out i'm like okay and then yeah just keep doing that and failing every night and eventually you know some people like you eventually so yeah, <laughs> yeah. like marlon like you 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 kind of was like the the youtube creator route and then stand up if i'm not mistaken yeah yeah i started doing stand up i think the first time i did it was 2014 mm-hmm. and I didn't do it again until like 2017 because I was fucking. <laughs> that, shit was, that shit was so terrifying. And so, like, yeah, I didn't start doing I didn't start it again until like 2017. And by then, like, I had done a lot of emceeing. Thankfully, mm-hmm. I'd done a lot of um, out of town emceeing, especially which really got my my courage up being on stage. Um, and I thought, you know what? Now I'm ready. Let's go. And all of that went out the window the day that it was time to do stand up. None of that shit. That means yeah, this shit. Guy's, this, this guy's being too modest. I've seen this guy crush on stage very times. So I don't know what he's saying right here. It's just scary. I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying I didn't have fun. I'm just saying I'm terrified the entire time. <laughs> Was, it, was, your, was your first show the uh, that spoken reason show? Uh, no, actually, my first show uh, was with my co-host, my now co-host, uh, Big Norm. He hey, did hey, a, uh, right. He's he did a Christmas comedy show, uh, and crazy thing is, a lot of the people on that show were just starting out. And many of them are like now super established comedians. Like you're talking about Natish, like mm-hmm. Nick Reynolds, like a lot of these guys were like, that was our first time or second, <laughs> third time trying stand up. And it was like, it was so dope because I didn't feel like I was out of place. Mm-hmm. And when I went in there, like I was, ter- I, I almost threw up. I straight up, almost <laughs> straight up almost had an Eminem moment, like almost <laughs> threw up and just powered through it. And it was just, it was so liberating afterwards when you get those laughs. It's like, mm. you feel invincible. Like it's insane. Mm. Would you say it's intoxicating? Oh, quite intoxicating. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of Molly, to be honest. <laughs> Have you done a Zoom show? A, a Zoom show, Marlon? No, I refuse to do that to myself. <laughs> I did the first one. In my first one this week, the whole pandemic, didn't do it. I did it and like, like Halfway through, I was like, this sort of feels like it, but it's not like the full thing. You know, it's like, like bad Molly. It's like, <laughs> like two hours, another one, you know, like you gotta figure it out. <laughs> yeah, my boy uh, Mark Anthony was just on it last week and he was talking about like he did a, a Zoom show and for whatever reason he just like bombed. He's like, this is God, every worst punch show I've ever had in my career. And he's like been doing stand up for years. And I think it has a lot to do with like, talking to a computer and a bunch of heads on a screen and like it, you it's, it's not the same i can imagine and not that i'm a comedian or nothing 
you can tell energy is like a really real thing. And then it's not even just limited to stand-up. I'm pretty sure like artists feel the same way, performing music, doing the battles on verses and stuff like that. It's just not Mm -hmm. the same, right? And like you can really feel the difference that you can feel that energy is a real thing. Mm. Like being in the room with people and receiving that positive reinforcement back is like it's reassuring that energy is like a real thing because you can have people laughing muted, <laughs> you know what I mean, on a screen. That's so true. And no, 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 imagining no, no, no. their laughs, right? <laughs> like, you after give. And you also realize that the, you realize how pseudo the, the internet gratification is like even though sometimes it feels good to get these likes and whatnot yeah. you realize how different it is than somebody complimenting you in real life Word. most definitely yo do you guys think that like when we finally get outside again you think it's gonna be awkward the first couple like social interactions we have uh like, i think <laughs> i think when we finally get outside again is detox like i don't think i feel that i don't see an end i don't see an end to this uh-huh. but i don't i also don't think that people are going to be awkward i think mm-hmm. everything's going to go back pretty much to more normal than it was before because mm-hmm. just based off of what i'm seeing in australia and like new zealand and shit like yeah, yeah, yeah. everything seems like it's back to normal if not better like it seems like people are even happier yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So locked up. i don't even know <laughs> your name but I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like seeing your friends locked up but knowing you and your friends have the ability to go outside you're just yeah, like yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. outside is that much better yeah. but I you know Go ahead, I was go gonna ahead. say, yeah, this 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 summer, I feel like I'm gonna hit it way harder than I hit last oh, summer. Fact. Last summer, I didn't know. I didn't know this winter was gonna come, so I was just like, I'll come, up, I'll go outside here and there and whatnot. But yeah, this this summer, I think I'm gonna hit it hard. But one thing I was talking to somebody else about was mm-hmm. after hours. Like, I don't know if I feel comfortable <laughs> or sit, like to ever go to another after hours again. Yeah, like, I used to think about the debauchery in those little basements I used to go to and hang out in. You know, if you go to an after hours, you should be ready. You, you should be the person that's like excited to get a vaccine. Like, you can't be somebody that's scared to get a vaccine but, like, <laughs> and then be at an after hours. hours. Uh, two, three, let's do it. You, know, you gotta get all that in there. But I was talking about like, I was talking with somebody at work, I think it was, and we were just saying like, Yo, it's going to be interesting when, like, all these songs that are, like, breaking through TikTok, Ooh. and we hear them for the first time outside, outside in a club kind of scene, mm. it's going to be crazy to see people doing them TikTok dances in their fucking, in the club. Like, what do you, like, it's going to be crazy. I can almost guarantee they're gonna, it. They're going to be singing only, like, 15 <laughs> seconds of the song, because they don't know the That's name. It. They don't know the name. <laughs> Bust it. Bust it. Bust it. Bust it. Bust it. <laughs> You guys to realize that first verse for the first time. This ass. Yeah, no, I I think uh for the most part, what you're gonna see is um white people uh, doing the TikTok dances in the club. I think that's gonna be I I'm I look forward to it because I already treat the club like a zoo. Like I, I stand there and just observe yes. so many different yes. things, situations that are happening. And that will just add to it. Like that's beautiful. Seeing someone awkwardly just fucking <laughs> doing, the whole, doing the whole dance, it's, it's gonna be amazing, bro. Like, like I'm gonna be on board with that until like because I'm like the person that just like goes around slow, like sweating in a club trying to get as many dances as possible like, oh, yeah. on your own. Yeah. And then if I just get one elbow to the head on someone doing one of these, like <laughs> that's it. <laughs> 
Stop it. <laughs> Grow up. You know, tell me, I, I, I have I have like vivid recollections of random link-ups in the club with both of you guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Marlon for sure. It's been multiple times at time. Yeah, and we definitely had bottles in our head. Oh, our, no, you know, like, I, I know because it's like right in front of the door and the amount of times oh, I've yeah. seen you like maybe walk in with your people and I'm already there. Like, yeah. oh, my, come through, have a drink. Come, 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 come. Facts, facts. And then Alan, I seen this guy mad time at, uh, what was it? Sneaky, Sneaky D's hip hop night, RIP. That's the spot. <laughs> oh, y'all did those niggas, okay. <laughs> I was wondering, what niggas go to Sneaky D's on a one? Every Wednesday. Caucasian <laughs> Activity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> makes sense. All right. Oh, uh, man. We had a little dance crew there. It's a lot of fun. Yo, I remember, actually, Marley, remember that one time? It was at this rooftop bar. It was like me, you, and Jonathan. Or it was me and Jonathan. Then we saw you and we stole a bottle and we yes. drank it. Now, I don't think you stole the bottle, but we were like, we, we were like sharing our stolen bottle with you. So it was like, like random way back in the day. I still go to my like fondest memories of Jonathan. And Nowadays, when people say, Marlon, you remember that time when I get it's like, uh, what's, what, what's happening? What did I do? So, which time is this? <laughs> what year was it? What state of mind was I? <laughs> Who was the prime minister? Who? Man, I, I remember one time it was like All Star Weekend, and I went, oh. We went partying with Patrick when he died. And I'm not even going to talk about that part. But before he got there, my ex thought it was a great idea for him and Patrick and, sorry, her and Patrick to steal a bottle of Henny. Yeah. From some bands that I knew definitively were from Jane and Finch. You didn't tell me this. I knew knew one of them from elementary school. I don't know him, but I know him from elementary school. So I saw him and I was like, oh, okay, yo, don't touch the bottle. These guys are like pouring it up. They're like- I gave it to some girls in the club, just pouring out drinks to them. I have never been been more fearful for my life. I bless. Yo, I I was was so gone, I had no idea what I was doing, so I didn't care. I'm just like, this is, I'm having me a drink. I'm having me a time right now. Very like white existence where you're just like, no problem, it's racist, it's not a thing, you know? I was so drunk, you got white privilege. Yes. <laughs> white privilege. Elon approves. <laughs> That's my guy. Um, because I'm like the Segway King or Prince. I don't know what Patrick says. Um, you're the Prince. You're the Prince. Speaking of things that Elon would probably approve of, mm. let's talk about some Mary Brown's chicken. Ooh, ooh, ooh! I like that. I like that. I like that. How do we? How do we? How do we rate the segue? <laughs> Sounds like you're trying to raise the stock. <laughs> I mean, I like hey, that one. I like hey. that one. Basically, so um, Mary Brown's has their contest that's going on again. It's been it started in January, and we had this conversation last week. Uh, it's going till March 21st. Basically, you download the app. If you, if either of you, because I think at least Alan has never really heard of Mary Brown's before, you yeah, download the app. Right. You order, you make your, you buy your first Big Mary sandwich, a chicken sandwich, mm. free on the house. Period. No, no questions yeah, asked. That's, that's, that's it. That's um, the but, strings attached. No, no, no that's it, bro. Is. Download the app, show up, you get a free sandwich, bro. Okay. The strings that are attached are the fact that you're gonna love it. You're gonna probably. Buy I like it that. Again. I like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so they they basically have this contest that's going on until March 21st, and they have weekly prizes. And it's just you download the app, you make a purchase, or you go in store and you make a purchase and use your loyalty um, card to scan. And the weekly prizes are um, five weekly prizes of ten thousand app loyalty points, five weekly prizes of one hundred dollar gift cards. The grand prize is free Mary Browns for a year. I can't imagine eating it for a year and just having that as like a luxury, but I can only imagine like 
the amount of chicken, the amount of taters. The amount of ways I'm going to eat. And then the other thing that I want to layer on there is if you listen to this podcast and you win anything, we'll give you one of those hats that Patrick is holding up. I'm not with the hype dad hat. I think it's lit and I'm kind of biased, but whatever. All right, let's do this. <laughs> 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 I challenge you to do <laughs> So again, Elon Musk yeah. approved Mary Brown's. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> going, going into the contest just by eating some good deliciousness. Um, so I, there's a lot of things that I want to talk about because there's, there's just, yes, I mean, sir. I mean, not much is happening, but there are things that have been happening. I don't know if we want to start silly or do we want to start? Oh. Let's start with the most viral moment, and then talk about it on before they're famous. Gorilla Glue Girl. Ooh, let's go there, let's go first. there first. Let's go there first. Let's go there first. If you're, if you weren't informed about the situation, you're definitely living without Wi-Fi and aren't even listening to this podcast because it's impossible. <laughs> um, so this woman basically ran out of gel. Yeah. She usually uses to, you know, do the baby hairs, gel her pony down, and all of that. that. So as one does, she improv. Oh my God, Marlon, why would you? Man, God, <laughs> you're too quick. You're too quick. You're too quick. That's too sick with it, though. I love it. <laughs> so she basically <laughs> substituted gel mm. for some gorilla glue spray, which nobody knew was a real thing. thing. They could spray on gorilla glue, mm. and that shit was on for I think she said over a month. It was about a month, yeah. About I mean, a yo. month, she had it on, and she just like I think she just it felt like she ran out of, out of ideas options and things to try because she tried to wash it she showed that nothing moves and it she was washed like, it thin, thin. <laughs> so here, here's a little bit of that clip here um but those of y'all that know me know my hair has been like this for about a month now it's not my choice no Oh. It's not much. No. When I do my hair, I like to, you know, finish it off with the little got to be glue spray. You know, just to keep it in place. Well, I didn't have any more got to be glue spray, so I used this. Gorilla glue spray. Dumbass. Gorilla glue spray. Bad, bad, bad idea. Yo, look, my hair. It don't move. You hear that you know slap? Uh, that hard. hurts. I've washed my hair fifteen times and it don't move stiff wear Woo. my hell <laughs> so i'm gonna tell y'all like this if you ever ever run out of got to be glue spray don't ever ever use this unless you want your head to be like that so before we go any further do we think that she this psa is warranted because there are other people in the world that are likely to try this as an alternative <sighs> no, I mean, right? I feel like she was just making sure that she crossed her T's and dotted her eyes <laughs> in letting us know so that we couldn't say we she didn't warn us. True, you know true, true, true. You just gotta say things so that you can be like, hey, you can't say I didn't warn you. Yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, that's how we got here. But she definitely wanted an answer more than anything. Like, how do I fix this? That's, that seems like <laughs> that's it, it. What, what it was. Yeah. It was a bad frustration. Wash it here 15 times, not knowing that water 
combined with that adhesive makes it stronger. So oh, each fuck. time she was washing her hair, she was literally, literally making the problems. <laughs> I mean, this is good advertising for Gorilla Glue because that shit's strong. That should really work. That really yeah. worked. <laughs> I want to see what the stocks happen on like Gorilla Glue after this. It probably went up. Though, I right? looked. There's no stocks. There's no stocks. Private. They're not public. They're private. Oh. There's no oh. bonds and bonds. The day it happened, <laughs> no, the day it happened, I went over there and looked. And nothing. See, no. You see what GameStop made us do? What are they trading at? What are they trading at? <laughs> what pen so, you got there? Is that a big? new generator talk. I thought I, I thought this was crazy because usually the reaction when you see something like this on the internet is pure memes mm. and jokes and all of that. And up front, there might have been a little bit, but it just was kind of like everybody being frustrated and just being like, not frustrated, but like empathetic. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. You got to give her some grace because at the end of the day, black girls do use hair glue. They use wig glue. They use all types of different True. things for their hair sometimes, right? So mm. it's not like they don't, like glue is foreign to the head top. You know what I mean? Right. And with that, I can understand if you're not, thinking straight and you want a solution quick and you think you run out of options why you think you could spray a little bit and because i don't even think the problem was like i said she washed her hair 15 times we're seeing it after 15 times washed the problem yeah. might have not have been that bad at the start it could have the water it just it could just have developed and become that bad so it might she might not have sprayed that much but it ended up just getting worse and worse and worse and so I like at the end of the day, I I just felt so bad for her like halfway through the video that I just stopped laughing. I was like, I can't, I can't. Yeah. Even laugh. Fair, I feel fair. so bad for her. I just had a lot of questions. I was like, why, why? But thank you. That kind of makes sense why she would do that. Mm-hmm. Not really, so, but she, um, she, so like this happened. It went crazy viral. I saw it on Shade Room. It went everywhere, and it uh, eventually got to um, in front of a. a I think it was a doctor in um, LA um, and he came African doctor, black history month, a, uh, and he basically resolved this issue for her before she actually got, you know, resolved what was going on with the, the top her head top. It was very tight in the pony mm. so she chopped the pony. And then uh, the doc, the doctor kind of did like some chemistry essentially to figure out what would like dissolve this 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 um glue Bacon and then soda. just put the head in it the hair the head in it and basically she was good i thought she was gonna be bald and she is yep. not bald so i, I like that's a huge dub that's but a going, huge dub but going forward can she do hair still her hair she has hair i see her hair but like, is there like more? the follicles like damn. It might be, yeah it could be da- it could be damaged because like your hair needs room to go up. And if there was no room to go up, it's like, where was it going? You know what I mean? Mm. And then on top of that, like the sweat that built up under there, like all types of bacteria, you never know. She could probably do some natural things though to like get her hair health back. Like there's a whole bunch of like tea tree oil and all that shit. So. I think she's good though, because I know like, well, from what I just creeped on her ig is that she she uh she wears a lot of wigs anyways so it's not like it, even if 
things are bad as far as hair growth goes, it's not going to be a big life change for her. Rock wigs become an influencer at this point. Yo, honestly, I was just about to say, like, get some end up on some kind of reality show. Yo, wigs are as good as titties these days. You can't tell the difference sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? A new pair of titties with a good doctor, you can't tell. Are you serious? Mm That's how you feel? I, 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 that, I, that's how I technically... That's how they feel? He's like, that's how they feel? That's how they feel. And so, like, this, I see the same thing with wigs these days. Like, there's some girls who wear a wig and, like... You don't even know. Literally seamless. <laughs> like, Damn. you can't tell. You can't Damn. tell. So it's like... Yeah, yep. I, I don't think she'll have anything to worry about in the long run. Y'all ever see those, like, wigs for dudes, like, with the waves and stuff like that come down? Oh, yeah. 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 As Bro, bro. I mean, if they if I could get like no. Derrick Rose, I mean no. Derrick Rose, yeah. If I could get like Jalen Rose style hair back, okay, I might yeah. I might do that. Honestly, one more season, no one can tell me shit. I'll just come out one day. I'm like, notice anything different? Leave like, <laughs> it in. Uh, listen, perma waves, bald brothers. Listen, trip to Turkey. It's less than five k, including Ooh. the flight. My boy has already done the research. Alan Antoine did the research. Yeah. So wait, what, what is it for? Is it the shit that Tiger did? Huh? Is it the shit that Tiger did? Basically, yeah. Tiger got his hair back, it was, back, it, like back. The place that my boy was looking at, nobody knew, but Serge Ibaka was oh, a client. Mm. He had the, the ends, was he had the Widow's Peak going. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that in Oklahoma. Yeah. So he made that, yeah, he made that solid. I need the whole thing, though. I need, like, I want my beard back. The facial thing. <laughs> Can't get no hair. Yeah, I got, like, half an eyebrow on what going on here. I want, I want to get my grizzly. This guy got a Charlie Villanueva look. Yeah, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you got the same thing. I got alopecia. I got no uh, you got You got eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just draw them in a little bit. Yeah. But no dangleberries. That's the one thing. I when I got it, like when I first got out with I lost all my dangleberries. I was so excited. I was like, Sweet. I don't worry about this no more. I'm a dirty teen. This is gonna be an issue. Clean as a whistle. That's hilarious. Oh shit. Yo, man. Yo, speaking of stuff that went viral, I kind of want to bring this up from uh, from what happened earlier. Y'all see Tom Brady at the at the parade? Oh yeah, yeah. That boy was twisted. That boy was faded. That's how I'm trying to be. The the moment we get out, that's that's me. <laughs> I definitely want to be carried out of whatever establishment I decide to to break my quarantine clubbing at. My guy was Yo, so. I, t- I told I told Patrick, I'm like, my goat would never referring to LeBron James. <laughs> and LeBron, LeBron's like, oh man, I, sh- I wish shit was open. I would have been just like you. <laughs> like, oh, my goat would have. <laughs> Your goat showed you. <laughs> no, I, did you see him talk, them tossing the, the trophy? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's what you do when you have seven of them. You're like, I don't right? give a fuck if this breaks. <laughs> Go to the bottom of the ocean. Who cares? I got six more. <laughs> if I was rich, I'd just make it. <laughs> what you gonna tell me? Like, <laughs> these are my Super Bowl trophies. Yeah, what do you mean? Super Bowl trophies? Yeah, my Larry O'Brien's. <laughs> That's the Stanley Cup. That's my toilet. That's what fuck. I see Wimbledon. I mean, at the end of the day, like when he's tossing that shit and say he makes a horrible decision and that shit drops in the water, kaplunk. You just hire a diver. Yeah. Out of anybody that in the world we can trust that Tom Brady's gonna do the right throw. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just being like a fan off to the side, you see that hit the water, just quickly go in there and just pick it up and just save it. <laughs> Swimming at home one day. <laughs> Um, what do you guys think about the Super Bowl? Um, I'm not really a big Super Bowl uh, uh, football guy. I call the sport slavery, but whatever. Um, but I watched the halftime show. I, I thought yeah. that was sh- that shit was interesting to see a, a homie from Scarborough. Hey, Scarborough, big up. Age. It was crazy. Yeah, that was it, reflecting on that. Like where he came from is mm-hmm. it was nuts to me. Like to see him on stage doing that, like is crazy. Yeah, seeing the clips of him at like Young Dundas Square back in the day. Yeah. And then just boom, halftime show of the Super Bowl. Like, that's nuts, man. I've never like, seen that many like, like clips of the weekend before he's the weekend in my life. <laughs> I've seen the Dundas Square clip before. <laughs> I've never seen like Little Baby Abel. I've never seen like all these other ones that I got started popping up on the Super Bowl day. I don't know. It was part of a little EXO campaign, but yeah. <laughs> like, XO everybody pop- who, who had a, a video with him back in the day, which is like, well, I got this one here, and they all just share. <laughs> like Drake's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Drake. And everyone. I, like, hate, I hate the Drake Olympics. <laughs> yeah, the Drake Olympics with these people, man. I you say you didn't compete? Never. <laughs> you don't want that gold? Yeah, never. right? I've never even asked him for a picture. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's with the Honestly, honestly. Right there. Shout out to Jasmine Sullivan right there, though. <laughs> A queen, a queen. I was so happy for her, but I was kind of mad that they made her share it. Right? Why she got to share a moment, man? Man. But you know, Eric Church, that guy, he was he put on. Still, I'm not gonna lie. They did it. They nice, nice little duet. Mm. Eric Church. I've never heard of him until that night, but yeah, he's a country artist. Yeah, they sounded good together, and her killed it too. Oh yeah. Her made me want to download "America the Beautiful," which is gross. (laughs) (laughs) The worst song. (laughs) <laughs> your phone gets a racist virus hey siri what nigga <laughs> <laughs> if siri ever oh man <laughs> just toss it right out the window um did you guys have a did you guys have a favorite weekend meme because mine was especially as somebody that works on ikea me, it was like him, like me trying to find my way out of IKEA, and it was just like him, weekend. I also like the the um, Joker dub. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it worked really well with like when they all split two at the same time. Yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. I, I was timed up. Y'all did your work. Yeah, I like yeah. the one at the uh, the subway with Lori Young. Mm, yeah, for Lori Young, you're trying to feel. Yeah, that's and nostalgic. nostalgic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When's the last time anyone you guys took the subway? March, March 2020. Oh wow. March yeah. probably 14th, 2020. I, I, took, I took the subway twice and then the bus once, and I never went back. I took the bus one time, and there was this lady just eating an egg sandwich with no mask in a nurse's uniform. And I was like, this is mad. I gave her like the Karen look, the hmm, like to like fix it. She didn't give a fuck. She was like, I'm gonna eat this sandwich. She looked at you and ate the whole thing. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> bust out an onion, just start eating in my eye. Like, oh. She's like, nigga, you thought you could Karen me, nigga? Karen <laughs> <laughs> reflection. I got it back. Wild, right there. Mm -mm. No, sir, not doing that. (laughs) I'm down for essential privilege. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, a real, that's, a, that's a real thing. I think they deserve it for a couple months. No, no, definitely, definitely. Oh, man. Not trying to go on a subway. That boy on Freedom Mobile. Honestly, <laughs> what happened there, bro? <laughs> come again, come again. <laughs> that's like in the subway Freedom Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, honestly, I swear I just got a... That's hilarious. So this would be a good time to talk about your I Wi-Fi repairman, Shaq. <laughs> Yo, actually, no, but this is actually a good time. That's a great segue. Um, first off, I thought my Wi-Fi was solid. Like, I thought the issue was resolved. This is like years and years of an issue. But anyways, um, we had company for the first time in a, a very fucking long time. Homie came through, and I just started asking this guy questions. Started kicking it with him. I'm like, "Did you check out my room? Do you think it was lit?" And he's like, "Oh, okay." I'm like, "This is like." It, I just realized at that moment when I had a repairman in my house. I'm like, "Nobody's ever been here." Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's so sad. <laughs> a repairman, your housewarming. <laughs> he brings a candle. <laughs> hey, I'll be there in five minutes. Can you pick up some beers? <laughs> Bro, that's so sad. Where are you going? You want to stay? Stick around, man. Yeah, well, what do you, you don't have to leave. You have more repairs? You good? If you didn't want to leave, I would have been like, yo, come kick it, bro. I got plenty of things for us to do, bro. I fortified this, this fortress right now. Ah, Amazon lights, ah. <laughs> exactly. I can change these colors any moment. <laughs> oh, my God. Pick up those sticks 2K right now. Yeah. <laughs> who's the team? Who's the team? <laughs> um, oh, question. Man. Question for the for the. Um, you guys remember did Rachel Rachel Dolezal? Yeah, uh, for the homie. <laughs> oh yeah, ah nigga. <laughs> well, apparently she's been living like one of us niggas. Hey, she hasn't found a job in six years. Do we feel bad? Boo. Here's the quote. Here's the quote. I can't even get hired as a maid. Whoa. 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 Welcome. Whoa. That's about right. Initiation. <laughs> Did she spit after she said that? Even a maid. Even a maid. Like, like, <laughs> can you imagine people being a maid? <laughs> Me? Gross. I wonder why she can't find a job. Yeah. <laughs> Look at her, Look at her outlook on life. The brother to bring that home to a cookout, like that's that's a ballsy. Ooh. You ever do that? Listen, it's hard for me to it's hard for me to even feel bad for white homeless people, much less uh, someone pretending to be black that's actually white. Like that's I, I, I don't know how I'm supposed to. You had you've been afforded so many opportunities in this life. <laughs> you had many chances. <laughs> you still have chances. <laughs> Literally, all white people need to do to get a job is shower. That's it. All of that is required. <laughs> oh my god! You don't even have to wash your legs. Rich uncle. You don't even have to wash your legs. You all you have to do is shower, and you can get a job as a white person. I've seen it personally. I've seen people who have no transferable skills, have no ambition. They just need some money, and just go for jobs and just get it. And I'm like. Who let you do things? <laughs> like, I don't get it. 
It's so easy. I don't like honestly. Imagine if we were white, we'd be like astronauts or some shit. That's that's a great conversation. If you were white, <laughs> oh my gosh! I'll be the president. <laughs> yeah, oh, let me tell you. I, I own Amazon. <laughs> I just fly. <laughs> Superpowers. Yes, I yeah. believe I would do it. That white privilege would just take me off, and I'd soar into dreams. You know, just uh, you just be Homelander. That's it. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, that's how powerful I feel. I probably would be. I would definitely yeah. chill at Trinity Bellwoods and start a goat yoga class and make it in life. Oh, shit. Mm. It, slacklining. Oh, yeah, good old slacklining. <laughs> Six hour a day slacklining. Gravity? I don't even know what, what that is. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> you ever seen slacklining? I, I, basically... I would be the most Caucasian sport in the history of Caucasity. It <laughs> is literally like just, if you can tie a rope with like two inches wide, you're slacklining now. That's it. What the hell? They just walk across a line. They like a tightrope line. They just oh. create a tightrope in a park that's like a foot off the ground and go. So it's the floor is lava. Pretty I've been much. Since I was a basically. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. But, but now they figured out a way to do it in public in a park. Yeah. It's like mm, just claiming space. <laughs> just claiming space. Claiming space. Yes. yes. We're gonna find yeah. out. We're gonna find out in like ten years that slacklining came from somebody else's culture. Word. Yes. And that's funny you say that because I was about to say if I was white, like, I know I for a fact whatever I'm doing, I'm appropriating black people. That's a fact. <laughs> if, if that's the last thing I do. <laughs> the blacks. What's the first thing you would appropriate? Hmm. Two rags. Two rags. I'd call them do rags. I wouldn't even call them do rags anymore. I'd rename them do hickles, and then now the Google, oh. now the Google search would change. The Google oh. search would change. I'll charge black people for wearing them. I'm like, I'll find right. a way to get it. Okay, I know, I know what I would do. I know what I would appropriate, and it's going to trigger Marlon and probably anybody else, all of us, because we all love it. I'm gonna appropriate oxtail and I'm gonna put that shit on all oh, kind of Cauca Caucasian dishes. Bro. Oh my god, oxtail with no seasoning is sick. <laughs> That's crazy. Bro, bro. Have you tried oxtail, like try <laughs> oxtail on a hot dog bun? Do <laughs> 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 I eat that shit? I saw vegan oxtail this week. Someone's my, my brother-in-law sent me a photo mm. of vegan oxtail that they're selling in the States. What? Oh, what name so? Vegan I'm, imagining, I'm imagining oxtail and fries and a bear at a baseball game. Well, I mean, I, I've had oxtail in, um, it was, a, it was a black event actually, and they had like oxtail in like a pasta or like they, they seasoned it the same way and they put it on top of like a spaghetti type thing. The rasta the pasta? pasta? Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know. Were, there, it, were the bones still there? there <laughs> no bones. I was just chilling in Daniel's spectrum. Just see, I can't do oxtail without the bone. You need the bone. You, yeah. have, to, you have to suck on the bone. Oh, you need yeah. the. Hey, hey, whoa, hey, whoa, 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 this man just ate meat and got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> he even said it right before. So I'm gonna get in trouble for this. Yes, got in trouble for it. <laughs> oh, 
Damn, I can't even come back from that one. <laughs> Pause. Um, <laughs> have you, have, am I the only person that has had oxtail in like a very obscure type of way that is not just the tradition oh. on the bed of rice, which I have. Taco, taco mm-hmm. oxtail, um, pho, oxtail yeah. pho is really good. How's that? That was good. Mm. It's a game changer. Really? Yeah, mm. oxtail pho is a game changer. Like, I'm usually going with the rare beef for the fall, but that oxtail, I tried it once, and man, not turning back. Jeez. They actually have a Vietnamese place on Dundas, Bathurst and Dundas, called Oxtail. A lie? Yeah. Yeah. So is it, like, West Indian, like, seasoned? Not no. Uh, I don't know. No. Okay. Still good, though. Okay. I'll put it got down. Got the texture and, t- and got, yeah, it's got the texture and shit. And it tastes good in that broth. Yeah, I've never had pho in my life. You're in your region, yo. What? Highway 7. Slip. Nah. Nah, I'm in Scarves. I'm in Scarves. I'm deep, deep, deep. You ever had Manish water? Of course. See, you're sick, man. You're a sick, man. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I've never had pho. You ever drink bath water? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's good. Duh. Hot dog juice? That's <laughs> yo, 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 yo. This guy. You're a sick man. Pause. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing else, bro. I'm not saying nothing else. <laughs> um, Speaking of sick men. Oh, jeez. <laughs> He's not sick. He's just, he's got an imagination and a lot of dreams. Uh, Bow Wow. (laughs) (laughs) It's just Bow Wow. (laughs) That's all. That's all. all. Leave it there. Leave it there. (laughs) So Bow Wow says he wants to be a WWE wrestler. That's like his next career move. Here, I'll, I'll just read what he said. Sounds like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> How are you going to get in the ring? It's too tall. He says, now I know this might sound crazy, but after I drop my album, I will focus on TV and film. After joining the WWE, it will be, it's been a lifelong childhood dream to wrestle in the WWE. And then he continued by saying, Ben had the title. It's time. And he posted a picture of him as a little scrawny youth, eight years old, probably, with a WWE belt like this. And then, I mean, I don't, I don't have the next clip here, but he says, "Oh, here it is." He says, um, uh, "He'd like Ray, me and Rey Mysterio versus who would have never, whoever for the tag team title." I'm like all about the the idea of like positive thinking and putting that energy out there. Like I won't like kind of harp people against that, but doesn't this nigga have a manager or something like that? Like Bow Wow. No, he has Twitter. Yeah, like I I think that's something I would do would be like, come on, everybody, let's get this fan momentum. But it's like (laughs) he's established. Just tell him I want on. And that should be like they got like Donald Trump like in the nineties. Like, who cares? Like he should be able to get on that. Just text Vince. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you bugging us? What can we do for you, bro? What hashtag? We tried that already. <laughs> we don't have more power than you, right? Bow-wow. You're Bow Wow. Unfortunately, oh. we can't change the Bow Wow challenge. It is. It is. <laughs> what, what was that again? Was that like where you pretend to be famous and hide in public and you're just hide- cat? Just cat. Just cat. Oh, <laughs> right, right. Because it was about the, the plane behind the plane. him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cat in general. Just major cat. <laughs> 
Like, yeah. would you clown Bow Wow if you found out he was on a commercial flight, like in the front of the plane? Like, I wouldn't I would, care. Like, he I, wouldn't just, I wouldn't care either. But he capped, and now it's funny. Responsible. Why he do that? He should just be like, I'm flying. Ego is a crazy thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> ego is a crazy thing because realistically, if his ego it wasn't so fragile, he'd have no mm-hmm. problem just being like, "You see me working right now? Welcome, spend saving my money. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. I got a like, kid. <laughs> like, what are you saying? But he's trying to flex. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I have like I like I have respect for Bow from like back in the day. Like, he did like some like some absolute bangers. And he was on top of the charts, and he's like, he put in his work. I think he needs kid, to do a little man. less. He like all the stuff that kind of happens to him is kind of like him putting. His own foot in his mouth most times, I feel. Oh, yeah. you expect the kid, not the man. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's kind of like a Nicki Minaj <laughs> situation where, like, yo, do you know who you are? You know what I mean? Like, every time Bow Wow does something, regardless of how many things he's done, in our heads, we're just like, do you know who you, like, who you were was? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, do you understand the things you accomplished as a child are not normal for any black kid and hasn't been duplicated by any black kid ever. Look how many of these kids are rapping in car seats and all types of shit, <laughs> killing it. Bars. Yeah, Still yeah. can't do what he did. Nope, so it's nope. like... Not fresh as he is. The, the, hey. the things that he does just doesn't fit who he was in our minds. And I think him, Nicki Minaj, faces that same issue a lot of times. Um, just a various amount of artists that like... They just don't act their their status. Their level, yeah, yeah. Their ego mm. stops to be great. Yeah. Social, social, I think I feel like a social media has an aspect to it. Kind of like, because like all these like Gen Z people who like maybe not are too familiar with like these people get carried away with the conversation. And like people like Bow Wow and Nicki Minaj should be like, I, I don't care what you think. Once again, I've, I've done some real big things like before your time. So like I'm established, I've been here. I think you lose the barometer a lot when you're not able to touch the people too. So like in this time where like, we're all just putting out content, people are hitting like, subscribe, download, listens, plays, comments, whatever. That's all you have. And the moment that you as, and I'm not gonna call Bow Wow a legacy act, but he hasn't put out, I mean, I can kind of call call him that. Yeah, he hasn't put out so. anything in a minute. Um, the moment that you're not really active in what you're doing, you're not going to get that instant gratification consistently. So maybe his judgment is completely clouded as to who he really is. Although he does know that he's, you know, he's a top dog, but he doesn't move like it. Yeah. But like I also got it for him. I always look at it. I try to go to the root of things every time. And for me, it's like being famous in general, no matter what age you are, is a normal, much less as a child. <laughs> So for him to not lead a normal life for however long he's been on this earth, like the people he was learning from too, is it's a toxic environment. It's a toxic, mm. toxic industry. Your, your role models are people who are putting out things that aren't favorable to every human being. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's just a, a pocket of people that enjoy that stuff and the rest of the world is just like, yo, that's a lot. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. for him to live in that bubble for so long, mm-hmm. he might think that that was normal and that that's life. And he doesn't know what he doesn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when, it's, when people are getting to that, when you get into that point where people don't know what they don't know, it's hard for me to be like, what yeah. you fuck you. Like, <laughs> people take advantage. Yo, people take advantage of you, man. Like, look at Britney Spears, right? Like, the whole thing that was going around this week. Like, that shit's crazy. She got manipulated her whole life, and it's not the same as Bowel, of course, but like again, child star, you don't know what you don't know, and people take advantage of that fact, right? Yeah. Mm. 
it's worse for Britney, to be honest. Like, yeah. 10 times worse. And Justin Timberlake, that guy just fucked up heavily by apologizing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, first time, <laughs> the first time someone's apologized, <laughs> I was like, oh, it got worse. Wait, I, I, I honestly only just saw that right now trending on Twitter. Can you tell me what happened? So the New York Times put out a docu-series, and the latest episode is called Framing Britney Spears. And um, in the they tell a brief story about her come up, but focus more on her conservatorship, which is like her her father runs her estate and runs her as a person, which just got corrected like yesterday, I think. Yeah. She, mm. They finalized the trial and now she has ownership of her life once again for the first time in like 20 years or some shit. Um, and so in that documentary, they they touch on Brittany and Justin's relationship and the breakup. And obviously we remember Cry Me a River and the duplicate <laughs> girl and the lyrics obviously of that song were not favorable to her. Plus <clears throat> at the time, she was the pop star virgin that was really pure, was for the children, the families. Um, she is God-fearing. She was just a, the innocence in the industry, and she was heavy on that. And then when they broke up, he said she cheated on her. I mean, she cheated on him. And then also, when he was on the Star and Buck Wild show, <clears throat> he went a step further when Star asked him, did you hit it? He's like, yeah, I hit it, I hit it, I hit it. And then just constantly throughout the years even, he's taking his digs at her, like for no reason, unprovoked. Mm-hmm. Accepting a Brit Awards, he makes fun of her slightly. Giving Madonna the, inducting Madonna <clears throat> into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and takes a jab at her. Uh, performing suit and tie tour. Like we're talking, this is almost 10 years after your relationship. And the transition into Cry Me River, he says, she's just a bitch. You were my son. And I'm just like, um, what is the point of this, bro? Like, what? Uh, are you so that married? You got kids and shit now at this point. Like, you should be kind of past that. You should be over that. You should stop using people as a crutch. I don't think he's, yeah. I don't think he's necessarily even cares about it anymore. Mm-hmm. I think it's just something that he's used as a crutch for so long mm-hmm. that it's a part of his act now. Like, just like Ashanti performing I'm Real and calling out D'Lo <laughs> at her shows. It's just a part of the act now. She may not even give a fuck. She, she probably got mm-hmm. bad money off those songs. So it's like, when you use somebody else as a crutch in that way, knowing what they're going through on top of it, it's just really fucked up. Trust. The situation's ugly, man. So he came out, he apologized for that and how we treated um, Janet Jackson. And everyone's like, how he treated her, um, or just the fact that he revealed it. Uh, how he treated her too, because even what, what happened in the aftermath of that as well, he kind of put the blame on her and didn't take yeah. any ownership for it. Yeah, yeah. he had like a meeting with like Les Moonves or something. Moon Moonves, the guy like the ABC or CBS guy, and was like, I had nothing to do with that. And then they like like banned her off the channel as opposed to him. Oh yeah, he, now I remember. Yeah, and he and he did the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. he did it again after that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, he's not every, all the news I've heard about him, even the Sean Paul story where Sean Paul talks about how um, he was in a studio, Pharrell was working with him and his next session was with Justin Timberlake in the next studio. So he's like, yo, you should come meet Justin. Comes over, Justin, and Pharrell tells him to like, just to remind him who he is, just 
do a party, give me the light. And he does it or whatever. And Justin's like, oh, I'm, I know who you are. And he starts telling him about um, his bodyguard, how his bodyguard has, like, a friend that's Jamaican that um, I think had, like, a music coming out or something like that that he should hear or something like that. Walks Sean Paul out of the studio, locks the door, and goes back inside. What? You don't disrespect Sean Paul like that. That's a legend. Facts. That was a dirty move. <laughs> a dirty yeah, move. Oh, that is the smoothest, <laughs> it's the smoothest letdown he's ever gotten in his life. He's like, I didn't even realize what was happening until it happened. Jesus. What the hell? <laughs> oh, oh, so, so it's over? Yeah. I was about to shake his hand. But... <laughs> so is JT canceled officially? Is that... Listen, they're going to they're they're not... Pandora's box on him. I don't know. I, it, for me, I'm I'm just very. This couldn't come at a at a worse time. Worst he's, time. Got a, he's got a movie called Palmer coming out. I just can't, <laughs> I can't be associated with this stuff, right? The Google searches, please. Sue him. Some Justin Timberlake. See the movie. He's stealing my name. <laughs> yeah, Marlon Wayans does a show named Marlon, and then now this guy. Doing the yeah. fucking Palmer. Like, what are you gonna do? You got nothing now. They took both of you. Now I gotta do Marlon Palmer now. I gotta do Marlon Palmer. That's, that's that middle name. You gotta get that Shane action up in there, yo. <laughs> Alan Lewis? Mm-mm. That guy does the is Alan Shane Lewis. That nigga's funny. <laughs> Bad. Um, did you guys? Uh, well, we all know it's Valentine's Day coming up on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're. Um, this is the first COVID. <laughs> <laughs> COVID Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys have significant others out there or whatnot, but do you guys have any plans and things like that? Or have you heard of what people are planning on trying to do? What turn into a robot? They might not be <laughs> yeah, there. Let me help you out here, man. How about, how about, how about you? So, <laughs> so if, I, if I turn my camera around, you can see... My uh, my girl decorated the apartment. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm can't forget. Uh, we're uh, yeah, we're definitely celebrating that. Yeah. You forget? You in trouble? <laughs> that, that's passive aggression on the wall. That's not art. <laughs> not art. See this one I put up on the wall? <laughs> Don't forget. <laughs> Look at him like. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I should watch uh, what's that movie? Malcolm and Marie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, no, not on Valentine's Day. Not at all. No, no. Maybe <laughs> after, <laughs> the day after. Watch on Family Day. But yeah, so um, we so we doing plans. We got plans, obviously. But what about you guys? Uh, I know Jermaine Jupiter is trying to produce a song for his girl. And I oh found out that. Because my girl told me that. <laughs> She's like, why don't you sit for me online? I'm like, I don't know, babe. I'm just trying out here. But uh, I got, oh, we got the, the baking show on. So we're going to be uh, just doing a little Zoom watch party for that. And then we're not doing gifts, but we're just going to have like a little dinner or something like that. Just keep it easy. Nice. Let her take care of you, King. Coke. Yeah. I was aggressive. I, <laughs> yeah, love. <laughs> you did. <laughs> the studio. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I have no idea what I'm doing. I've, I really don't know yet. I've been bracking my brain because I just so they're so limited. Yeah. So limited. Like I know, definitely we're painting. That's for sure. Okay. Oh, okay. 
we, we, we paint memes every once in a while. You guys want to see one of memes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, <amazing. laughs> that's lit. That's actually that's great. How much? That? Oh, you <laughs> killed it. That's the best that's art sick, I've sick. ever done, and I'll never top it. That's actually so sick. <laughs> that's really good. We, um, paint, we paint memes every time we we do painting night, and like our meme collection is just growing. Hey, hey, hey. But are we like? Have we not? As black men who enjoy basketball, mm. we haven't realized that oh, this no, is I'm the watching. first. No, no, no! Fuck the game. I'm talking about. There's no All Star Weekend. Damn, it's the first right. time. You're oh wait, right. they canceled it. it well, not it this week. It's it's just yeah. not this weekend. Oh yeah, we had an excuse to ignore that. Always. So now we have to pay attention. Damn, uh, damn, they got us. That's why the wall's decorated. Oh my god, <laughs> women started COVID. <laughs> 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 that's hilarious yeah no i i just i we're the def, we're still gonna be watching the game because she's a huge raptor and, and just a basketball fan in general so mm-hmm. we're still gonna be watching the game that night there's a lot going on on valentine's day for drugs no at all <laughs> right i mean you got nowhere to go so everyone's trying to get your attention right right facts <laughs> i'm still trying to convert my girl to a raptors fan did you guys get, you guys get points i mean at gifts <laughs> See, I think it's the game. There's a game and there's a winner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a, I got a couple gifts that I gotta tuck away and hide till uh, I guess Sunday. This nigga said a couple. You showing us up, bro? What's, what's yeah. Can I make a song too, nigga? Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> it's Jermaine's fault. Like Jermaine. Yeah. I'm not, we're not doing gifts because like our birthdays are so close to like the holidays. Like her birthday is December 24th. So I got like a gift and Christmas thing. And then my birthday is February 2nd. So it was a lot. So we're just like, we're just going to just, you know. Get your gift, King. (laughs) (laughs) Don't turn it down. (laughs) I I had to do mine early. Like Patrick, Patrick, we we mentioned this on an early episode, but my girl lives in LA. So like I had to do that shit in January. Oh, damn. Yeah. Did it, that, was it the same? Did it feel the same? It was better because she had no idea it was happening. Ah. Okay. Okay. Um, I see. Nice. Like, I, I, I think I win more doing that <laughs> than doing it on February 14th. Yeah. True. I asked my girl what she wanted and she got mad. And I was like, you can't how, does this, how does this work? Like, <laughs> <laughs> how does this gift thing work? Do I have to surprise you every time? Oh, that's a lot of stress. Yeah. It's a lot of stress. I don't like, I, like I'm the worst person at like keeping a surprise quiet. I'm mm. itching to be like, do you want to just, you can just get it just now. <laughs> <laughs> Go now. Like, so it's, it's, yeah, I don't know. And it, Valentine's Day is like, it's so different from Christmas and and um, the birthday Birthdays, yeah. present because it's like, do you have to stay on theme? Like, does it have to be red? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, does it have to be pink? Like, I don't know what the rules are. I'm like, I don't know what Valentine's Day rules are every year. So, yeah. and then do you have to get flowers if you don't get flowers? Is that? I have a rule for you guys. Mm. A rule from Belka Trees. <laughs> AKA Cardi B. Oh. That's <laughs> <laughs> someone from Harry Potter. I was like, what? Yeah. what? No, Spells? No, that, that's like, that's Cardi B's like government, government name. Oh, yeah, I remember now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought it was Cardathan Bardian. Was <laughs> <laughs> that? Um, so she said, yes, men do deserve to get gifts 
as well for Valentine's Day. But oh, the God. gifts have to be less expensive than the girls' gifts. So if he buys you flowers, you buy him grass. <laughs> And I hope she means weed. <laughs> I mean, I'm down with that. <laughs> so I'll take that. A lot of us don't have offset money, okay? Whole flowers out here? How about right? flower? We'll start there. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate them set, setting these standards uh, that are attainable for them 20 times over or just to right. regular people like stop this Birkin propaganda Birkin gate <laughs> <laughs> Birkin stocks on Birkin right now they good? get a Birkin stocks Birkin stocks Birkin stocks Birkin stocks I love it that's it right there that that's great. the title um, do, you, do you guys agree with with Belka trees, <laughs> yo, you stop calling her that. I agree because you just you just know that that's how it is, anyways. It's just what it is. You know, you know, if you buy something more expensive than her gift, you're in trouble now. Like I don't know how that works, but for some reason, when you buy, it, they'll pretend you're in trouble. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. Why? You, <laughs> my God, so Hey, girl. <laughs> right, <face Fuckers>. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a big idiot. I can't believe he did this. It's so cute, though. Like, <laughs> Listen, if my girl's rich, I want a Lambo. I want that Cardi spoiling lifestyle. Hey, hey. Man, it was. It, trust me. Like, I, I we just finished. Like, we we just was on uh, Terrence Ross podcast like two weeks ago, right? So, um, when we spoke Excellent. to him, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, so we uh after we spoke to him it was his 30th birthday or 29th birthday he's like a year younger than me anyways 30th 30th yeah it's 30th so i just celebrated my 30th in november also because it's covid i got nothing really nice his <laughs> wife bought him a, a lambo, lambo truck and i'm just like oh damn happy birthday man what does his wife, <laughs> what does his wife do I mean, I'm sure the, the the bank accounts are shared, so he kind of bought himself that Lambo. But like, <laughs> the thought that counts, though. The thought. I thought about it. Exactly. She didn't have to spend his money. Yeah, that's right. She could have done money. nothing. I can see. <laughs> I read it. I read it. No, I, like, especially if you afforded that lifestyle. Fuck. Why not? Like, why not? It's a, at that point when you. Especially once you make that agreement, I don't think you can ever look at it as your money. And if you do, then I, I think we know why. But like, <laughs> if you make that agreement, like, yeah, you don't have to. You're not gonna work. You're gonna take care of the kids, stay yeah, at yeah. home. Like, that's a big job in and of itself. That mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of men like acknowledge. Factor that in, yeah, yeah. Even if, when, if we as men, I know a lot of dads who have to do something the mom does weekly for a day, and it's like. The yes. most draining day of life. Like, oh, I just need a break. Like, it's just, <laughs> you know what I mean? So what, I think that, like, once you make that agreement, at least in your mind, you should be thinking it's our money. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So do you, do you like, yeah, give her, like, a player? Because, like, you're not seeing them every night, and they're gone for, like, half the year. Two at a time. Facts. Yeah. Facts. You got to hold it. She got to hold down the house, pay yeah. the bills when you're gone. Give me the right? card, not just the money. Give me the card, okay? I'll, I'll, I'll do it. 
So you gotta maintain the garden, all that other shit. Like it's not an easy, especially when you have a house that big. There's way more tasks now than a normal homeowner. Like no, definitely. You have to do weekly. To you gotta pay staff. You gotta like. Yeah, damn. it's not easy, man. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess in that scenario, we'll like. You know, with your wife buying you something like that, mm. do you break her off like, uh, like just so she has her, like, if she's taking care of all of that, do you kind of give her her own kind of revenue stream to like fuck her around with and do whatever she does with, so that when you do get that Lambo truck, it's like, holy fuck, you spent the money, you yeah. spent that on me. I think, I think I would respect it. Like she wouldn't have to, but like I, me personally, I would mm-hmm. respect if my girl still was trying to go get some get something done herself you know what mm-hmm. i mean yeah yeah same like if you want to go like whatever you wanted to do before that you didn't get to do like let's say you wanted to go to law school or you wanted to go do whatever start your own business here's a little you know startup money go do it you know? exactly yeah I'm, I'm just trying to be a house husband that's all i'm trying to do i'm trying Yo, to that's... work i just want to <laughs> be at home i would make sure that house is perfect i'd be reading recipes Stick like, and span. You <laughs> would not see a dirt in that entire house. I promise. I would be killing it. Not one. Yo, my dad's retired, and I see that lifestyle. I'm like, yo, how many more years do I gotta work till I can get there? Like, yeah. that's the life, bro. You sit down, watch Judge Judy. <laughs> that's all he does. Judge Judy, the new Price is Right. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right now. Ever since Bob Barker died, Judge Judy just took over that Yo, entire audience. You remember so. that day when you like you were you were sick or like coming down sick, and you're like you got just go home and just sit there, and you're like, man, I got options right now. Like, <laughs> going on that the OC TV was the one. Nintendo, the OC just, was the one for me. I actually hated it. I actually hated. It. I hated being away, like being home from school. I didn't like it at all because uh, all my friends. That was my one opportunity to see all my friends and. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really thinking about, oh, I miss class. Like, f- forget all that. <laughs> I miss playing ball. I miss. You had like, a lot of personalities at that school. Exactly. Like, our school was just wild. And so, like, and even I didn't like daytime TV, I, mm. especially as a kid. Like, the only show I'd end up watching is Passions. Like, Yo, Passions was not even that. Maury? I watched Maury, but like that, that done at 10. Then there's nothing. Like, and then one o'clock, you got the OC. Like four. Price is right. You had them extra chocolate to them. Family Channel Midday? Don't <laughs> <laughs> tell me. This guy had Channel 52. That's crazy. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, right? My, cable, my cable stopped at 49, bro. 49? <laughs> Must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I want a flag, bro. 49, nigga. Man, man's had three three digit channels. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> Listen, when my dad got the, the scrambled chip for the direct TV, oh, man. Oh, but yeah, talk yeah. to me anymore. <laughs> the first time I got satellite, I was like, where's the porn? And it was like 10 porn channels. I was like, oh, I found them. I still remember them. <laughs> I know them all. 94 through 598. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to wait till Friday night without borders to get my porn. Oh, man. man. An everyday thing? Baby blue. Sex TV. You're like, if sex TV is just more educational than it is sexy, you're like, yeah, I learned a lot about the vagina. <laughs> what was the show Sex with Sue? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's when yeah. I got desperate. That's when. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing was on. I'm like, no, let me get, let me hook up with Sue right quick. And she just put a, a condom on a banana or something. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, Sue, yeah. work that. 
put a little sauce on it. That <laughs> <laughs> king. King was. You had to be desperate to jerk it. To oh king. <laughs> what was king? Was Why does that sound so rude? like? like what king is would this? be a show that came on after like Red Shoe Diaries or one yeah. of the shows. Yo. And it was like. <laughs> It was your it was your last resort porn like Latin Lover was done. Latin Lover, yeah. Channel Twenty Eight, not, not an option anymore. And like King was like BDSM shit. Yo, what, what? Who is like softcore porn for? Like mom, it's not for, for kids. <laughs> what is it for? That's for stepmoms. Yeah, that's for stepmoms. Because <laughs> like you're an adult, you can just watch real porn. Why are you? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this like diet porn? Right it's now? when you. It's, it's when you're. Maybe it's Yo. when you're. They're trying to wean you off mm, of porn back as off a porn, sex addict. It's nicotine. That's why it's a nicotine patch of porn. Yeah. <laughs> Friday, and you're just good. You're just, <laughs> that's for the week. I'm good. Yeah. I want to um, see a titty all week. Fine. <laughs> So I, I know we silly right now, but I want to reel it back to like a, a cool discussion that I felt like I think would be good, especially since we have all you guys on here. And I, it's a disservice if we don't talk about it, to be honest. Um, gatekeepers. I feel I think I saw Marlon bring that up on one of your stories recently. Uh, Patrick and I have talked about gatekeepers in what we do in, in, in media, um, whether you're being an on-screen, on-camera personality or whatever it is. Um, and just people like just any your your experiences with that. Um, do you still have those types of situations here to this day? Do you feel like Toronto's still that like screw face capital as far as it goes with content, especially with creators? Mm. I think <clears throat> I think it depends because like for me, I've never really focused on it. Like I hear people talking about it around me so often that I'm like, okay, it's got to be real type thing but I've never really experienced it that I know of. You know what I mean? There, there's gatekeeping in the sense that like, nowadays, with especially with social media, um, if a PR person doesn't like your tweets or they don't like your something you said on Instagram or in a video, mm -hmm. they'll make sure to not bring you up in meetings. Like and that- And you won't even know about it, yeah. And yeah. you won't even know about it, you know what I mean? Like, so it's those type of, or telling people like, nah, I don't think they're good for the brand or whatever. Like those are the those are the gatekeeping things because in 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 this city, my biggest problem is people not suggesting others that they know are better for the job. You know what I mean? Like, or people that they feel could fit into a certain environment. They never it's very rare you get these suggestions where it's like we're sharing bread. Mm -hmm. Unless it's your friends' friends, mm -hmm. it's, I can't. I can count on one hand how many times somebody who's not my friend said they thought of me and pulled me into a situation where I was making money. And so it's like <clears throat> when you have that type of, it's kind of hard to be like the city's not a gatekeeping city or crab in a bucket city, but it's endless evidence of that <laughs> nonstop. You know what I mean? And for me, it's more so just focus on building your own gate and just do your own thing. Like, you don't need people to create something now. Those days are long gone. You mean yeah. like a platform to throw your stuff on, per se? Yeah, yeah. platform to throw stuff on, to build, to start conversations, anything like that. I've watched, there's a girl named Mava of Gotti mm -hmm. on Twitter, mm -hmm. and I've literally watched her from the start of quarantine build a following 
and create start a podcast like and she's now sitting at like 15,000 subscribers somebody who did not mess with social media like that was not in the media world wasn't doing any interviews none of that mm -hmm. went on Instagram live started doing nightly shows that turned into a dating show on Instagram live that eventually she turned into a podcast because people just loved her opinions and thought she was hilarious. Mm. Started the podcast, the podcast taking off now and started a Patreon. Mm. And so, like, that's within a year I've seen that happen. So there's really no excuse. And she did it from her living room. Mm. It's not like she had, like some of these people who had the opportunities before COVID to do things and just did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So what is yeah. your, what has your experience been now? Yeah, I got to agree with Mark, like making your own way is like the most important thing because especially like institutions like uh, comedy, especially in Canada, mm -hmm. it's it's uh, an old boys club and an old white boys club. And there's only so many institutions that you can, you like, can like, like aid doing comedy. Like they can't stop you from getting better. They can only stop you from introducing you to different audiences. And that's what it comes down to. Like I can think of like countless people who still exist who are just bitter old people who didn't make it to a certain level. Now this is their job yeah. to kind of like, you know, buddy up with who they want to like, to like to the next festivals and whatnot. Like even like the Yuck Yucks guy, like the Mark Breslin, that guy. Um, I tried to, I was like long overdue for a um, a showcase for them. And I eventually get it. And um, I I never, I only time I really perform at Yucks, mostly like the Nubian show. Yeah. So I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm happy to do this show. I get put last in the show, no problem for me. Everybody goes up, everybody's there. Mark Breslin's in the corner, he's doing his notes and whatnot. I go up to the stage. As soon as I touch the mic, this guy gets up and walks okay. away. And I was like, hmm, okay. And I have the best set of the night, crushed it, did all my thing. And, you know, I didn't get a call back. I'm like, I don't, I don't worry about that. And that's honestly like one of the best things that ever happened for me because I, that made me look into different avenues because I think too many times stand-up comedians kind of look at like stand-up comedy is the only way to do comedy. I'm like, no, there's other ways to do comedy. There's like, there's TV, there's, there's YouTube, there's sketch comedy, there's all these different stuff. So through all of that, I just realized I'm like, okay, well, I'll do a new sketch. And sketch mm -hmm. What does that lead to second city? So there's all the different opportunities where there are still like these kind of old uh, relics of the past that kind of do that, but like it's, it's hard. You have to break through those things by making your own way, making your own opportunity and going to where energies are positive and people want you. And I think that's the key to it all. If you just keep doing something, get better at it, get ready for your opportunity. You don't have to really worry about those people because those people are relics. And once again, relics are nice, but mm. tossing the trash when it comes down to the future. Yeah, that's that's big facts, man. I know like the conversation we had, uh, Shaq and I earlier, you know, we come from the world of radio. Like we went to school, we thought we were going to be broadcasters whether sports or whatever and again there's two big players in this country who run radio um and if you don't have it in there you're not gonna you're not gonna get anywhere right and even when you do we see the turnover you see what happens one day you're there next day you're gone so that's kind of what led to the podcasting you know what i mean and i tell people that all the time like yo if you want to do something like you guys are saying just pick up the mic pick up whatever your 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 art form is your art piece is and just do it you know what i mean yeah so what do you guys th what do you guys think about that like podcasting um has kind of ex has definitely exploded last year i think spotify said there was over a million new podcasts that started um alan you were podcasting before i really understood what podcasting was with below the hardwood i believe that, yeah. that was that was been around for a minute marlon you started before not with the hype started i believe with extra, extra gravy for sure yeah. um and like we've been around before the pandemic as well so we're like we're over 100 episodes too but we've all, all of us have seen people that have started things from the pandemic onwards. Yeah. What do we feel about, you know, the, the saturation of the market and like, you know, 
Like, what does that do for us or people that are, you know, that have been there before and are trying to make money off of this? Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I personally, myself, like, I don't know about you guys, but I, I don't uh, take in as many podcasts as I do now because podcasts were a real thing that I would listen to, especially on journeys, like going someplace and doing some, mm-hmm. like going anywhere on a subway bus, whatever, Uber, X. I'd be listening to podcasts. I don't do as much as that now. So I don't know if people are really, I don't, at this point in time, people are probably going like, oh, let me see what else podcasts are going on there. But I feel like more podcasts wouldn't necessarily kind of fuck shit up for most people. I feel like if you check at your own analytics, I don't, did your analytics go down or up during all this? Uh, I feel like we did, like our early adjustment was like, we stopped for a couple of weeks in March. And then I was like, yo, we have so much free time. Let's do go two times a week. Yeah. <laughs> and we did that for a minute. For and then I'm like, it's not necessarily serving us yeah you know the numbers aren't necessarily better to go two times a week so we're working twice as hard almost worse sometimes exactly Mm, yeah so we stopped doing that but we find we we found that it kind of like it went up and has leveled off since then but i I feel like to your point if people were still commuting and went oh oh, go plug your shit go (laughs) there we go there we go (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i was just saying like i I feel like if we were people were still commuting for the most part and you know go on that journey because i feel we were part of that like our podcasts come out every monday at 6 a.m for a reason right wake get up, you on that morning drive on your morning yeah, drive you can listen to it and those part of their routine so um i feel like we've got we, we've leveled off but it's it's definitely like a something that we're very conscious of what do you think about that marlon as well yeah definitely um well like it's it's interesting to see how many people are starting it but like for me is no matter what medium I've been a part of, I've seen people start a million things mm-hmm. and it's all about sustaining and staying consistent. And that's where like 90% of people fall off. Mm-hmm. So I, I have no problem with people starting things. Cause for me, I feel like people show you a lot more respect after they start and realize, Oh, how hard oh, it is. it's not just talking <laughs> on a mic. <laughs> oh, I have to curate notes and, do pre-production and have my cables and buy a thousand dollar mixer and expensive mic. I can't just buy a $20 mic off Amazon. Oh, (laughs) I gotta have a topic and continue and lead a conversation for two, three hours. People think that that shit's easy. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's because you do it every house party, which is once like a three months <laughs> you have a game night and you guys argue for two hours. You know, we should start a podcast again. <laughs> That's not how life works. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? And yeah. I, I loved it at the start of the, the lockdown because I seen that with Instagram live mm. or not Instagram live. Can't hold the conversation. Yeah. I, I watched that. I was like, all right. That's it. <laughs> they go on to next. Yeah. People started doing Instagram videos and skits. Mm-hmm. Never maintained. People started doing TikToks. Never, never maintained. maintained. Nope. People started doing podcasts. Never maintained. So yeah, it's yeah. like, start whatever. Honestly, I, I love it. Because I, I, especially for people like us who are doing multiple of these things, yeah. they get to see now how difficult it is. Especially when you're the one that's like involved in everything from pre-production to (laughs) post-production. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Trust me. I've I've edited every single podcast. (laughs) I've edited every single podcast. So like, and that's now I have a second show. So it's like, I, and part of that is my own problem. I'm a control freak. I need (laughs) to know that it shit's done and shit's done properly because I don't want to cuss people out. And Mm -hmm. I will. 
<laughs> so it's like I constantly have to like detach myself from thinking I have to do everything because like I'm saying with the the new job I'm doing, like I'm seeing how much more productivity I can get out of doing just one job and focusing on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think going more with some with with this pod therapy. Let's <laughs> like this. I like this pod therapy. Let's talk about like you know just like the like we're working with multiple people and you know we all we have co-hosts. All of it. I think uh, how many co-hosts do you have, uh, Alan, on your on yours? Uh, we got two and three behind the camera. Two and then three behind the camera. How, how big is your team, uh, Marlon? We got um, two co-hosts and then uh, three people for. Four people behind the camera and, and exactly. So like for us, it's like it's Patrick and I, and then my brother does all the graphics and stuff. So in, in and we've had people come in and go. Like go. we've had people yeah. start yeah. with the pod, and then it just yeah. doesn't work out, and they end up going. Um, <laughs> what is that like with you guys? Like you know, initially when you're trying to get everybody calibrated, where you're like, because I remember when I told these guys early on. I mean, like literally episode one times. I'm like, yo. Guys, I think not that I've ever been a viral sensation in my life, <laughs> but I know because I worked in influencer marketing for a minute and I'm like, listen, everybody that I talk to, they're like, you just got to be consistent. That's the consi- that's the actual consistent thing throughout everybody that I've spoken yeah. to. Yeah. And I don't know like what, what your experience <laughs> has been in around rallying the troops, so to speak. Yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult because nobody's going to believe in something as much as you believe in it. Nobody's going to see that full picture that you see at the end of the tunnel. And like, for me, it's constantly trying to show examples of that to try to get people on board. And like, Mm -hmm. I'm very used to like in my early YouTube days, like I had, you know, Lathe and Slinky and Mm -hmm. all these guys in the videos and like they had other aspirations, other things that they wanted to do. And you can't knock people for that. You know what I mean? Like, we had a cameraman that was with us for the better part of a year on the podcast and he started working with the Raptors. I can't knock him for that. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, my dreams are my dreams. Yeah. And if I'm asking people to be a part of it, I can't expect them to not have their own dreams as well and their own aspirations. And so balancing that is tough. Um, But I've been lucky enough to have, you know, co-hosts who present ideas, who, come up with um, functions that we should throw or come up with topic ideas every once in a while. Like, so I'm, I haven't had to worry about it in the podcast space as of late, mm. but early on, like I had a different co-host completely. Like was, I started off with me and uh, Jason to start mm-hmm. out the podcast and that we even did like a live show and everything like that. So mm-hmm. it, it wasn't like the podcast was established, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. even then switching over, uh, it was difficult at first because you're so used to talking to one person, having a flow. You guys didn't have a flow at when first. That changes. <laughs> that changes like crazy. Yeah. And then you found the rhythm, and you're like, yeah, yeah. ah, like we're killing it now. Like we're yeah, yeah. in our in our zone now. And then you got to switch things up completely. Yep. And lucky enough, I've known Norm for over ten years. I've known Alicia for even longer than that. Mm-hmm. And so we may not have necessarily hung out every day before the podcast, but it wasn't that difficult of a transition. Cause my thing is always putting on my friends. If I have a sponsored video, I'm calling 
my boy to film it. I'll pay. Yeah. Right, right, right. Like I, I want to split my money with my friends. I don't want to split it with strangers. And so, and I think everything is just more enjoyable with your friends. You know what I mean? Most definitely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just I've been lucky enough to to be with two people who I've known for a long time and who I wholeheartedly trust that they're good at their jobs and I don't have to worry about when the mic turns on, regardless <laughs> of anything. I know when the mic turns on, we're blessed. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I really haven't had to worry about it as of late. How about you, Alan? How, what's your experience been like? Um, yeah, because like, when we started, like, BTH, like, like way back when, like, um, we Man. all had jobs. We all did our own thing. We all had jobs. I'm trying to figure things out. But at that time, I knew that, like, this is something I wanted to do. I wanted to make money using my voice in some way, shape, or form, whether it be comedy or whatnot. So I was very okay with um, letting other things sacrifice at the beginning, where I was just like, I don't like, let's make sure we do this thing every week and let's just make sure we have notes and whatnot. So it was a little <laughs> difficult at first. We had a really good uh, behind the, the camera dude uh, named Andrew or Drew, Drew Hamilton. Uh, who really whipped us into shape and got us to like you know, figure this out and expand and we turn it into like press and whatnot and um, just now going through it uh, there is a little bit uh, I think during the pandemic uh, we all kind of like I, we we kind of brought it in a certain way because some people were like well I'm using not a good mic so maybe I should go out and purchase a mic I'm like yeah maybe you should maybe we should do <laughs> yeah yeah you know, you know, like yeah. Just, just showing up is not enough we got to do everything so <laughs> uh, a level points in his voice I identified <laughs> I, oh, I felt oh. it oh, like I felt all it all of all therapy pod like, therapy yeah. welcome yeah. to pod oh, therapy man. you're just like yo <laughs> I know what's a pandemic but maybe we can <laughs> yeah yeah your uh, airpods so we, fam yeah. <laughs> that's what you want to use those are cute those are nice how do they smash it? it's a flex but oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> but yeah we definitely like figured it out and we, we we you know looked at different avenues like okay well maybe we can invest in this thing and figure out like if this is the, a product that we want to be proud of putting out maybe we should put a little extra effort into it and that's something that we're kind of really more focusing on as this, this goes and we're doing better with guests and it's, I'm really seeing like like, like crazy like um, uh, ingenuity and like uh, with, with with everyone else because like we we've been like like reaching out to certain people and getting those uh, those interviews and getting them in and doing paperwork and making sure that we actually yeah. have yeah. Like, we're trying to like set up, up like this podcast network I'm like I'm like this is cool so we're all kind of like pitching in and and doing work because yeah I think that's what it comes down to professionalism like I think I'm not a, a fan of. Yeah. Uh, putting things like on the back burner and trying half-ass. I'm like, no, yeah. try full hard and try or, or. Full, 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 full hard. <laughs> How come he doesn't get a pause, huh? Yeah. I get a pause. <laughs> try, just go hard on it. Pause. It, there it is. <laughs> go hard on some because like, it doesn't make sense to, to do a half-ass effort. So I feel like we... we <laughs> you can't say half-ass. <laughs> Not say half-ass? <laughs> half-ass is good. Not a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I am a new one. I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm loving the hard work that my team's been through and the graphics and everything. Like it's 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 been a really fun roller coaster ride, especially when you do it with friends. That's the best part. Yeah, That's, that was the other thing that I wanted to talk about, like with friends, like because people I've seen, um, you know, one of the podcasts I look at often is definitely the Joe Budden podcast. Like yeah. that's been mm -hmm. my go-to for litmus test. <laughs> yeah, Facts. exactly. And when I record a podcast and I listen to the Saturday episode and I'm like, these niggas talking about the same shit I be talking about. <laughs> I'm on the right track. <laughs> um, um, I look at that and it's like, 
I know who Joe Budden is, but I did not know who the fuck Rory, Rory and Ball yeah. and fucking Parks was. But <laughs> now it, just, it like those guys are just synonymous with Joe Budden to me. Um, I don't know if you guys. Sorry. Even the intern too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. With so our intern, like, people did not know, like, our intern worked on Project Bounce with Tricks back in the day. Okay. On yeah. his radio show. And on that show, he was called the intern. And so <laughs> when we brought him onto our show and started calling him that, like, some people were like, oh, shit, is that the same guy? Like, <laughs> <laughs> But, like, that, that's what I, I wanted to talk about, just, like, with the, the dynamic of recording with your friends and people that you know. Versus people that are just like it's different, man. I'm just recording yeah. with a public figure, and that's who my co-host is going to be. It always works out, or seems to work out better when people know each other. You need that yeah, chemistry. Yeah, you can't fake chemistry. Chemistry is something that, like, you can have it instantly with certain people, but like, you have to have some real chemistry. And and it, even like um, baking show, like me and Anne, like I knew her from before from Second City. So right. when we go out there and we're making these jokes, we have like similar styles of comedy. So we're just like bouncing off of each other making these jokes and it's like it's so much easier than somebody you're like trying to learn their speed and like trying to jump rope yeah, like, yeah, yeah. is this yeah. where i want to jump in how do we do this you know <laughs> yeah. yeah i i think it's like it's interesting because when you have your friends on it's podcasting is all about transparency for the most part right mm-hmm. being as transparent as humanly possible so when you have someone there that knows you yeah you can't, yeah, you, you can't, can't lie. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> you don't do that. Like, no, no bow wow. <laughs> no cap. No cap. No cap. So it's like when you have someone there that holds you uh, accountable, yeah. then you can get a good level of transparency. But what's beneficial, I think, about maybe not having as close a friendship with your co-hosts, maybe you have friends that like, like I said, me and Norm, we didn't hang out every day. Me and Alicia didn't hang out every day, but we were friends. We knew each other and seen each other a million times. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so now we are afforded the opportunity to get transparent. <laughs> now we were afforded the opportunity to get transparent with each other in a different way, where it's like we're revealing stuff about to each other about ourselves that maybe we didn't know. You know, even though we met these people and talked with them and shared a blunt with them and all this different stuff, but you didn't know about this family situation or you didn't know about the background of, like, Norm rapping. You know what I mean? Like, there's so Mm -hmm. many different things that can come from that that's also pretty dope. So I think it's it's benefits on both sides. I I think it seems easier. Yeah. It's kind of like if you have somebody on, two people on your podcast and one person never knows what's going on <laughs> in the pop culture world and the other person is tapped in. That works. Now you it have, works sometimes, yeah. though. Now that you work, have works. somebody that you can talk to about it. Yeah. And that the other person can act as the listener that has no idea what's going exactly. on. Exactly. So like we did that with trap music. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm always the guy to be like, yo, Patrick, did you hear that Young Dolph dropped a new mixtape? And he'd be like, absolutely not. Who is, who is like, Young I Dolph? I know that. No. I will yeah. Young Dolph Lugger. Don't worry about it. He's <laughs> <laughs> a chemist or an engineer. <laughs> no, but like, I, I think that's great. And I, I, if you guys are willing to share, I, I wanted to talk about just maybe giving some like aspiring podcasters yeah. a little nugget about mm. like, um, you know, just 
because we were talking about like being friends with each other and like mm-hmm. that you're part with your, your co-hosts and whatnot. Yeah. And you might not necessarily be talking every single day during the week. Yep. Yeah. I know for Patrick and I, what works for us is that we just have like a group chat and we also have like a, a notes, a shared notepad type thing. And then we have a IG group chat. So we'll throw random newsworthy things in the IG group chat. We'll write, topics in the yeah. docket that we think that would just come to mind and then we'll like you know ha- also we have a we have our group chat in the group chat so we and yeah. we're not necessarily tapped into our lives all week it's just kind of like by the time friday night comes we have a drink What's and it's good? like let's catch up i yeah. don't know if that's kind of like how anything you- don't talk to your fucking co-hosts all week mm. <laughs> like, mm. yeah. i try not to talk to my co-hosts too in depth about things that i know yeah, we fresh. could talk about on mm. the podcast like even when we get to the pod like for the most part we're pretty quiet until the mic turns on Mm. And then when the mic turns on, ah, okay, yeah, let's get oh, me. I hated that we had good conversation before oh, we started man. recording. Yeah, no, I, I, cut I hated that. It's the worst. It's the worst. Save it for the pod. Save it for the pod. That's how you tell someone to shut up. Say that again. Say that again. And then when I say it again, the energy's just not, yeah. Yeah. It's not there anymore. Like, you can't stage it. Yeah. Nah, you, you can't, can't stage yeah. it. And so, like, that I think is one big thing. Make sure. Make sure you press record. I can't. <laughs> oh wait, let me check. Hold, hold on. If you're hold on. using a Zoom recorder, make have you ever sure. have you ever had a had a moment? Huh? Have you ever you had, had a moment? moment? Have I? Jesus Christ! Ooh. I've had two. It, it was early on, like early days of too many two-hour conversations. <laughs> that by the end of it, I'm like, let's we're going home. <laughs> I'm not doing this again. Yeah. I'm not doing this again. Or I'll sit there. One time I got frustrated and just sat there and found like two or three topics just sitting there, just scrolling. And That's I'm like, all right, we're going to do a whole new podcast on these three fresh topics. Damn. Damn. Was it ever with like a guest? Never. Okay. Uh, okay. I've done when it's a guest, I'm so I've, I've, like, done, I've done that before. Oh. I've had, uh, so we had, this is like, <laughs> Might have been a year and a half ago. Thank God. Yeah, we we had a pod. It was lit. It was amazing. It was uh, we had Jordan Manswell. Yep. And we was talking about like it, he just did a track with Mariah Carey, and we was just like, "Yo, this is a lit pod." Okay. <laughs> like, we we're hype. We were Bro, hype. I, I looked at the H six. <laughs> That zero 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 to me. Oh, that's pain. That's pain. And we never got him back on. Yeah. Uh, no, no. He came yeah. on my show. Damn. Oh, <laughs> Little flex. Little flex. Yeah. <laughs> I like you. I'm different. <laughs> I press and, um, record. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I, okay. Back when I was a, a journalist, when I was at yeah, yeah, let's talk about it. Urbanology days. Yep. I uh, interviewed, I don't know if you guys know this rapper, Sire the Kid from Atlanta. I've heard of him. Okay. So he's, he, I recorded like a dope ass 20 minute interview where he's like talking about a whole lot of crazy shit, like stories about other rappers in Atlanta and whatever. I'm like, this is lit. Amazing. I finished the phone call and it just didn't record for whatever reason. And I was, <laughs> I, it probably. I'm just blaming, I'm blaming technology. And I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. What do I do? I'm like, you know what? Fuck my ego. I called that boy, <laughs> called him right back. 
I'm like, yo, so think about that. Put <laughs> <laughs> a blame the intern. He, I had an intern, they did it. They're fired. <laughs> they do it. Yeah, like, I, I fired it and I punched it. I'm very happy. So I, I, I punched him on air. <laughs> Get out! It was, <laughs> he was a good story about the whole thing. But like I like he was like I would ask him the same questions and he like he'd be halfway through his answer he'd be like, uh damn man this shit, this shit is weird man. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> See energy God. Yeah. <laughs> I was like I know but thank you for. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga walked. Oh shit! There is something about answering the same questions over and over again. Like I did, I did do like uh, media day shit. Like I did like the rounds of all like the CBC stations, and they asked the same questions because I guess CBC gave them the same questions. (laughs) And like I got good at the end of it. The end of it, I was like, (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) We have a little story. Like, I need to go like, hold on one second. I got two more minutes. <laughs> Wait, ask me the good one. Ask yeah, me yeah, the yeah, good yeah. one. I know it's coming. Five. Oh. Skip the number yeah. five. That's my favorite one. <laughs> oh, shit. It's funny. I've, I've been through that, though. Like, I've interviewed some, some artists, and, like, you could tell when they've heard the same question. Like, that's oh, yeah. the most frustrating thing is, like, trying to come up with, like, unique questions that people have not heard. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just me. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Like, if I ever do a movie and I have to do like a press tour and do like talk, like that seems like insane because that's yeah. like five hours of your day. You're just sitting in that chair, just people just coming in and out and trying to pretend to be hyped for something like that must be crazy. Why I wanted to pod. Like, I'm like, I don't want to interview people. Like, I want to ask you shit about your life and what you're up mm-hmm. to. But like, yeah. to be honest, I want to ask about Gorilla Glue Girl. <laughs> like, what is your thought, Terrence Ross, on the Gorilla Glue Girl? I don't want to ask about the, the the dunk contest that happened way back. Well, who gives a fuck? Right? That would be the funniest thing if you just got like the rock in for like, I don't know, Jumanji 3 and you're like, what do you think about Gorilla Glue Girl? What's up with that? <laughs> that actually be crazy. That's, that's some Nardwar type shit. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Nardwar is like the, the Nardwar is the goat. He's the goat. Guys, like goons and spies everywhere just like recording your life. He's like, I'm going to tell Nardwar this one day. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Nardwar is the U.S. government in Snowden. He's more. Oh, shit. He's bigger. He's Nardwar bigger than the original Pimp My Ride. Like, that nigga find out exactly <laughs> what you like. <laughs> it says one time you were in a Zoom show. Do you like Pimp My Ride? <laughs> Damn, <Yeah>. energy. <laughs> um, nigga zany. I have um, one segment that I've recently started that I kind of want to end off with before we end this whole thing. Um you guys have definitely heard of him if you follow Six Buzz. Uh, the score. Or you just guy. follow him yourself. Elon Musk. <laughs> no, we were looking for Bucks B from the East. The legend. Yeah, yeah fam. <laughs> Y'all more times, fam? Y'all more yeah, times, fam? For the past like three weeks, we've been posting like motivational segments for oh, Bucks B from the East. And um Right now, I mean, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about ideally getting this guy on the pod because I need to hear his whole story. Oh, it's gonna that happen. guy in Toronto, Gary Vaynerchuk, like, don't sleep. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, guy, that's yeah. Toronto Tony Robbins. Right so that's I'm gonna, I'm gonna, he, he has a, a clip here from how he got a new belt. Um, they're usually pretty inspirational. I didn't watch this before it happened, and that's how I usually do this. Live reaction. Let's go. 
Yo, let me tell you the story about how I got this LRG belt buckle for a belt that's not even LRG, fam. So, yo, I bought my Levi's belt, fam. Perfect Levi's belt to low ride with, fam. It's swaggy, fam, with some Levi's. But then the belt broke for the buckle, fam. And then I had to go get a new belt. But I told them to keep the buckle, fam, because I wanted to put my own buckle on it. And it was a generic buckle. So I put a good buckle on it. Why but then my buckle broke, fam, for my Levi's belt, fam. <laughs> while I was low riding again, fam. So basically, fam, when I got a new belt, fam, when I told them to keep the buckle, fam, I had to find a new buckle now, fam. But then I went to this store, I bought a jacket and two hats, and they gave me this buckle for free. And when I got home, the buckle was worth $40, fam. And I had the LRG sweater to match the buckle, and the LRG had to wear with it too, fam. Sorry, I had to check three times if it replayed over and over again, but he just said multiple times. Buckle. Sam and Buckle are two keywords from all that. Buckle, fam? I need to make it a Shanti remix to Baby. I'm just saying Buckle Buckle. Yo, I can never hear that word now. Like, not even LRG. Buckle, Buckle. Yo, is LRG even the swag still? Never been this way. <laughs> what do you mean? It was in 2004. 2000 XTC. They're like West 49 stuff. Like, I feel like that was there, wasn't it? LRG, that was an XTC, bro. It was a cross. It was, it was a still, cross. You're, it was you're thinking about Vaughn Mills, right? So yeah. the other side uh, of XTC was West 49. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's just like, my brain just went back to you. <laughs> <laughs> LRG had a way less racist tree than the Timberland tree. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the Timberland Damn. tree is super racist. That's Damn. good. Damn. That looks like a bad tree. I can't okay. wear my Tim's anymore. Niggas on that tree. <laughs> um, <laughs> is, is there a storyteller that even comes close? I mean, Yo, I mean he, he's got to do like a children's story. Like he's got to like that's got to be the next run on sentences. No, he should not. Bill Cosby. Oh. oh. Richard Pryor. Oh yes. Fuck. <laughs> that's that's the list. Yo, stop this. Different direction, right? Mount Rushmore is just him with four different expressions. <laughs> Bam, buckle. <laughs> Looking up into a camera. Oh my gosh. Bro, he's inspirational as, as much as he is funny. And I just need, like, I really want to talk to him because I need to know if this is like a shtick. Or if he just speaks Honestly, if this is an act, he is the greatest <laughs> method actor I've ever seen. Like Give this him all the awards. Banksy, like Banksy level. Like that's <laughs> that's another that's another that's outer worldly. If he's if this is all an act. If he talks to you and he's just like, yes, Shaq. So <laughs> right, right? British just, just like wait, you the man's from the man's from Timmins. <laughs> <laughs> Some random ass place. Holds his legs. So I had a quite a uh, little stint Broadway. Mm. <laughs> As a thespian. You know. Masterpiece theater. <laughs> Have you guys seen the story about this guy talking about the day he got shot? Oh my gosh, no. I don't, I like, honestly, I'll, I'll have to find it and play it at some point or even just send it to you guys. But like, fuck, this guy's talking about it. And I've never seen somebody talk about a story when they got shot and I died of laughter. <laughs> 
he's talking about like how he he got shot and he got hit and he ran away and he had a bogey in his hand the whole time. He, yeah. he realized later that he still had the bogey in his hand and he's like, "Yo, fam, why the fuck do I still got a bogey in my hand?" And he tossed that shit like he's hilarious, even when he's in pain. I love this. I love it. <laughs> running for his life. <laughs> Who's better, him or Soldier Boy? We talking about the Soldier Boy. The soldier Boy. Yeah. Big Soldier. Oh no, man. I walk in, two niggas in the door. <laughs> no, we were talking about that on a pod. I'm, I'm pretty sure that he was just trolling Vlad because like he knows that the feds is listening. So he just came and made up a bullshit made story a- and he was just ahead of his time. Oh, no. Probably. It's so hard to tell, man. Like, so hard to tell. That guy, if he wants, he's like Ray J. If he wants to go viral, go viral. That's it. It's just that, that, that glasses with Ray J is still the funniest thing in the fucking Michael. world. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't care was the best part of the whole thing. I don't care. I was like, what? That's not an answer. <laughs> he said they can't break. Now say I don't care. <laughs> no, that's what, when when um when GameStop was going up, Patrick and I were talking about like a black business to like you know drive Investing? stock value in, and we were thinking about unbreakables. Yeah. Oh. It's in the community. You know what I mean? That's it. Don't invest in Raycons. It could go viral. It could go viral because it's attached to Ray J. I mean, just off folklore alone, you get Vince Staples to tweet that out, you're blessed. Oh, yes. You're blessed. (laughs) And then Elon Musk will be like, yo. Raycon. Raycon. (laughs) (laughs) Put it in his bio, and that's it. That's it. That's it. That's all. One tweet. That's it. (laughs) Um, So I want to, yeah, I'm going to let you guys go. I really appreciate yeah, you guys man. coming on the pod. Hold on. Let me Thanks for having us. Yeah, this is round so much fun. GTA Connection. I didn't mean to shoot you. <laughs> round of applause first. Sorry, I didn't mean to murder you guys. Dead on. What is that? Who's doing that? <laughs> Who's doing that? Who is playing that? <laughs> that was me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is a way to end the pod. Oh, guys, that's some, like so proper music. No, <laughs> round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> it's like damn, Shaq. All right, all right. No, no, that's that's not what we do here. No, no. That was um, like '90s closing. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. We say goodbye to our guests. Oh, we want to. Well, as we say, yeah. Next time on, sponsored by the letter. <laughs> Mary Brown's chicken. So, uh, 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 Marlon, I don't know if you want to plug your pod, your socials, your your uh, before they were fit, all that stuff. Like you can. Yeah, definitely. Um, I have host extra gravy uh every wednesday with alicia and norm so you can check that out every wednesday morning i also host a podcast my boy gabe uh we do a tv film review podcast that's up every saturday uh i have before they're famous which we post videos literally every single day on three different channels so we have house tours we have celebrity bios before they're famous we got all types of shit. So if you want to check that out before they're famous on YouTube for everyday videos. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I'll, I think I'll leave it there for now. <laughs> that's that's all? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's no, what that's I meant big. at the that's beginning big. when I'm like, this guy does a lot. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alan, chapter what you one. Alan, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, Alan? <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah, follow me on Twitter, the Alan Shane Instagram, Alan Shane. Uh, if you like basketball talk, uh, check out Below the Hardwood. That's our podcast. Um, also, uh-huh. the Canadian Bacon Show. What was that? <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was a quiet laugh. <laughs> I like to beat my drink, so it was like right in my ear. I heard him like right behind me. 
<laughs> like Joe Biden was right here. Yeah. You're, like, you're like, I got a basketball show. <laughs> 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 Damn, uh, that smells so sexy. Uh, but yeah, I got the basketball podcast. Love the hard check that out. And also Greek and Baking Show. Uh this every Sunday, 8 p.m. on CBC and CBC Gem. And also I Twitch. So if you like video games and whatnot, check me out at Shoeless Lewis on Twitch. So check that out too. Shoeless Lewis. Boy, horrible at 2K. <laughs> Yo, my defense. Boy, it's horrible. My defense. You got Come on, this now. defense. What's my defense? Effort. I got effort. I got effort. No. Hold on. Are you guys? Are you guys PlayStation? Right? Yeah. Y'all yeah. do Grand Theft Auto. I just. I need to ask because I'll play Grand Theft Auto. I got that. I downloaded it. If that's Come what on, it's like. I want to make a gang. I want to make a gang. Of I have a oh, chat with Mandem that I link up and I'll be like, "Yo, flying in Los Santos right now," and then we link up. Yo, oh, send, me, send me your PS. I'll, I'll buy the tonight. Do it. Let's do it. I'll, um, I'll buy a PS5 tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you can afford that. You got Valentine's Day to buy it. Right yeah, now, yeah. So you, got, you got priorities. Yeah, that, that's, oh, is this it's, our PS4? It's, it's a this gift. Yeah, it's for us. This is for us. <laughs> baby. So we can watch movies on it. Yeah. <laughs> we can watch baby <laughs> crazy. Exactly. It's oh, basically man. a media that, box. It's right? like, <laughs> not a video game console. We're saving money by buying this. <laughs> right. It, 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 it one. We're saving money. <laughs> also, we don't have many guests that would appreciate Matt, my, my homie's drop, but he got he has a, a, a an exclusive Louis ranking drop. Mm, let's go. The world generous speaking. Yes, yes, yes. Patrick Dennis Jr. on Twitter and Instagram. Follow the boy. Stay up. Shop like Shaq. You wish you wish you. Uh, I don't know if I keep I keep on saying with a K, but I, I don't know if I have to. Do people really search with a Q? Probably. 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 Yeah. Okay. I'll keep saying if that. Shop like that with a K. <laughs> You'll get there eventually in the Google. In the, Google. In the Google. I, I'm, There's another Shaquille Cox in, in Bahamas, also a light-skinned dude. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Is he bald too? <laughs> no, no. He's not here. Instead of basketball, he does track. Mm. Pitching it up. Yeah, <laughs> There's an Al St. Louis who's a pianist. I don't like that. I like that. That's too fucking funny. I could fucking I just it. pod for like three hours. I love it. <laughs> I'm just going to take an outro shot. Come on. Uh, uh, uh. Finn. Yeah. That was so much fun.